Yo, today's podcast is brought to you by LootCrate.com. Save 10% on any new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com forward slash the hip hop rejects. Enter promo code Bridge10 for your 10% savings. Welcome to episode 44 of the Hip Hop Rejects. It's your boy Royalty. And yo, it's your boy Young Fly in the wrist. And together we are known as the Hip Hop Rejects. Today is a special episode because we got our boy DJ B. Moss in the building. Yeah, that's me. All right, man. Uh, of course, all you though, all of those that listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you know this is a hip hop podcast. We like to talk about all things hip hop, news, culture, anything related to the hip hop culture. Um, on this episode of the Hip Hop Rejects, uh, we'll be doing an interview. So, so let's get into things like we always do. Uh, but before we get into the interview and everything. Uh, we're gonna first get into um, Young. Get into our sponsorship, man, real quick before we get started. All right, so check this out. Um, you all can help us out with the podcast. Help support the podcast by using our link on our SoundCloud page when you purchase something from Amazon. By going on, by clicking the link and going and signing into your Amazon, you don't have to donate anything but if you whenever you make a purchase we get a little kickback um we also have our gamefly link um loot crate and we also have an audible where you get a free download where when you download audible for free you get a free 30-day subscription and a free audio book and at the end of 30 days if you decide that you don't want audible you can just Uninstall it and cancel your membership. And at the end of the day, you still have about the podcast. So, uh, also uh, make sure you guys check out the uh, our Spreadshirt shop at shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash the Hip Hop Rejects. Uh, pick up yourself official Hip Hop Rejects T shirt. Got a numerous different type of uh, T shirts on there that they kind of pay tribute to, like you know stuff like Public and en- Public Enemy, NWA stuff like that. So, all right, man, let's get into it. Um, <laughs> First off, let's kick it off with, uh, so, um, DJ B. Moss. Okay. So, first things first, man. Um, what made you want to become a DJ? Honestly, um, it's a real, it's a really crazy story. Um, I used to be on the radio in Augusta, Georgia. I wasn't even, like, DJing then. I used to be, just like a little radio host. And, um, my best friend, um, DJ Sellers, he was a DJ. So it was like, I would be like the host and he was the DJ. So um, when I was in Augusta, Georgia, I had moved away from Augusta to um, Hillhead, South Carolina. And I wanted to like build my name out there in South Carolina. Now mind you, Hillhead and Augusta is like two hours, two and a half hours away. So um, I was building my name up out there. And then I was trying to throw my first party. And that was when my homeboy Sellers, he said, hey, uh, I, I wanted him to DJ for it. And I was like, hey, I want you to DJ at my party. He was like, man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm hot right now. Like, I'm the hottest DJ in the city. I ain't gonna have time to really do your party. You better learn how to do it yourself. And after, like, those words, that's when I was like, you know what? If he can do it, I can do it. You know, so I, I stayed in the lab. I call I call my I call my room the lab. I lock myself in my room and I just, you know, studied the art of DJing. And like, ever since then, I just took, like, a real strong passion to it. And I practice every day, and and I really believe in myself and, and build my name up off my DJ now. Okay. Oh, uh, that's what's up. Um, so I went on YouTube and I looked you up, and I seen the interview you did with uh, Overtime Studios in St. Louis. Yeah. yeah I watched yeah. the whole interview, man. Uh, and I see I, I seen you promoting your tour, the Dreams Come Tour Tour. tour. So, like, what inspired you to want to look out for the independent artists? Because um, we do that also because we have a, a 
a segment on our show called Indie Spotlight, mm-hmm. where we promote, we play independent artists on. Uh, what inspired you to want to help out the independent guy? Honestly, with, with the independent artists, it's so many people, it's, I ain't gonna say people, so many artists out there that don't have that outlet as far as like a DJ that will help them out. So like, uh, and I don't even really want to say help because when I say help, I, when I say help, it seems like I'm giving people a handout. But like, it, I would say like people that a DJ would let wants to take them to the next level. If that makes any sense. So right. like, so with me, um, the with the independent artists, I seen the outlet. Okay, why not help the independent artists? Not only in Atlanta, but let's do it in you know. St. Louis, let's do it in Louisville, let's do it in Cincinnati, you know, and, and that's when I say, you know what, if I can build my name about the independent artist, somebody's going to make it. So right. like, if they make it, I make it. Right. I, I might as well, if, 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 even if this, even if this podcast right here that I'm, I'm doing with y'all, like, even if I reach out to one person and they blow up off this podcast, like, like, that's really honestly, my goal, you know what I'm saying, just to help somebody go to the next level. I'm not, I don't tax no five, six hundred dollars for a mixtape. Like, I don't, I don't do that. I, somebody be like, yo, man, I, I'm, I want to meet you. Come to my show. Right? Like, you want to perform? Come to my show. Like, I got you. And right. This. Yeah, like, where we from, like, I'm basically in our hometown, which is Greenville, Mississippi. We have a lot of artists here. Um, would you ever consider coming to Memphis? Um, actually, I've been to Memphis already. I've been, I've been, uh-huh. I've been to Memphis. You, you know, I'm from Mississippi too. I'm from Jackson. Oh, like, for real? Yeah, from yeah, from, yeah. Jackson, yeah. I didn't know that, man. I went from from first grade all the way up until college. I went to Hines Community College, and then I went to Jackson State, and I um, I went to Forest Hill High School at Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, that's where I went. That's exactly yeah. where I'm from. So, so you like, know about the deal, then? Yeah, yeah I, I know exactly about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I know about it, you know what I'm saying? Like so so uh it's that's exactly Greenville, that's close to um that's all the way up north, ain't it? Yeah, we like two hours two two hours away, like yeah. uh like an hour north of Yazoo. Oh, uh, okay, okay, I know that's it. Okay. Yeah, I know like exactly west, that's like, like way west, yeah. Well west, okay. I'm thinking about Green I'm thinking about Greenwood. I always think yeah. about Greenwood, yeah. Yeah, Greenville right up fifty five. Yeah, I, I always get those two mixed up. Greenville, Greenwood. It's like I, one on north and one on kind of like west. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then, I mean, I'm I'm with it. Like I, I definitely can. I I go anywhere that I feel like is a big need for. It. Like sometimes I get on Facebook, I'm like, oh, uh, you want me to come to your city, drop your city below, and then people be like. Texas, some us. I mean, um, Houston, um, come to Detroit, come to St. Louis, come to come to Denver. Like, like I'm, I'm trying to set some up in Phoenix for next year. Like, I'm trying to set some up in. Um, I already been to Baltimore. I try to set some up in um in Sacramento. They want me to come out there, Portland, Oregon. But I like I like hitting places that I feel like people ain't that. I ain't gonna say people that's not really famous from because I. I know people people made it out of Houston, Texas, but I, that's why I went to like Dallas and Austin. I haven't I don't know too many rappers that made it out of Dallas and Austin. Um I went to Baltimore, Maryland recently. I never I don't even know what rapper made it out of Baltimore. So I like hitting like the cities. The I like hitting the the only reason why I hit the big cities first was because the big cities will build my name up for the little cities. Right. So, so now that I feel like I got a you know, I'm not big time. I'm not not no nowhere near big time, but if I now I can go to a little city because the people that was rocking with me from the big cities will be like, "Oh, you gonna be in, you gonna be in uh, Green uh, Greenwood? Or, oh yeah, I remember you from when you did the show on Shreveport. You know what I'm saying? So like, and I had a couple artists from from Mississippi to come to my Shreveport show not too long ago. Okay. So um, I thought I'm talking about Mike over here. Mike saying feel like twice, but besides the point, just want to call it out. Um, but yeah, so uh, B, what, what actually started the what, what came up with the idea for the uh, for the tours that you did? Like, what, what inspired well, that? The, honestly, I um I'm I'm a, I'm a real motivating guy. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like every like if I get on on Facebook, Instagram, mostly all my status are motivational. So like, I wanted my tours to kind of reflect myself as a person. I didn't want my tour to be like, 
all about me. I wanted to be all about, okay, follow your dreams. Let's be motivated. You know, never give up. You know, stuff like that. Like, I always say, I always say really positive things because I, I know people watch my page, so I, I really am the type of person, hey, man, don't give up, man. Keep going. Because I know what it is. I almost quit DJing one time. The reason why I didn't quit DJing was because I took my turntables to the pawn shop and no pawn shop would take them. Those pawn shop didn't want them, and I'm like, well, what's the problem with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, but they was like, no, not not too many DJs pawn it, you know, pawn it turntables or whatever. Like, I should should have sold them on Amazon, but I didn't think about that. But I, I just wanted to get the money up off because I was like, man, forget this DJ and stuff, man. I ain't, you know, I ain't gonna make no money off of it. And then like when I realized one of those pawn shop taking them, I was like, you know, it's got to be a sign, you know. And and I kept going, and you know, now look at me, so. I just tell people like as far as my tours goes, don't give up. Don't like dreams do come true. They really do come true. I, I remember like just this year, I've only been living in Atlanta for a year. But just this year alone, like off of my shows, I met an artist that was um shout out to Mike Beasy. He he lived here in Atlanta. I met an artist, he came to one of my shows and he didn't even win none of my shows. But he just came there to perform and three weeks later he gets signed to Lil Boosie's engineering label. Now he's like, yo, you know, I'm with Boosie now. He gives me a call and like, hey, Boosie need a DJ at his at his house for um for Mother's Day. And it just it just happened like that. And I'm like, for real? But yeah. And then I went to his house and DJ at his house for Mother's Day for his mom. Then three weeks later I get a call from Boosie himself and like, hey, my nephew having a um my nephew having a um a pool party. I need you to come DJ. I bet. Then, then a couple weeks later, hey, my daughter having a um having a little party. Come, you know, come DJ. But it happened. It started from a showcase, and like I'm following my dream. I really want the people like don't don't ever give up. If this is what you're passionate about, this is really what you want to do, man. Like like stay focused. And I promise, it might not seem like the doors gonna open up, but they will open up eventually. Yeah, man. Well, my sign was a little different. Cause I have been rapping since I was like 12 and I had bought the Pro Tools sets, the did all that. I ended up selling all that stuff and I focused on, you know, just looking for artists to try to promote them because, and I got a good ear for music. So like I could tell a guy like, yo, you need to fix this or you need to do that. I'd rather do it that way because trying to be a rapper at 31 years old is kind of like out of my horoscope right now. <laughs> right, right. Completely understandable. That's understandable. I'm, that's, that's cool. Two chains did it, but, you know, there ain't too many people that, that can do it. You know? But that's, yeah. but neither here nor there, but it's, it's, it's possible, but then again, like, you found another avenue where you can be like, okay, I got an ear for music. Let me, let me try this. And now it works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same thing. With, that's the same thing with myself, man. It's like with me, me, I wasn't really an artist or anything like that, and I'm still, uh, still pushing forward and all of that because I have my own, have my own label. Uh, my only issue was like, you know, getting artists and participation of artists and things of that nature. Uh, shoot, I have tons of experience from my mentor. My mentor, she used to be a former intern for Bad Boy, so she has tons of connections as far as relationships. She's taught me so many different things. I met so many. <clears throat> Uh, so many artists and uh, just to go into that question um, Moss how do you feel about like the state of hip hop right now as far as in relations to you know a lot of people feel like you know we tend to like always harp on like you know the Jay-Z's the T.I.'s and nobody's really feeling you know feeling a lot of new artists like you know um Yeah, people like that. So, because they all sound the same. Yeah, he said he he said exactly what I was about to say. It's no originality no more. You know what I'm saying? Like like the difference with old and you know Nas and I mean I would say J Cole now because he's a little you know but that's a different he's a different genre. You can't compare J Cole to me, but. But exactly. like, it's, it's no originality no more. Like right now, it seems like ever since Migos came out, everything is. Thousand times on this show. Everybody is like the same now, and there's no disrespect to Uzi because I I don't I mean I met him before, but it's no disrespect to them. But it's just like like nowadays, 
I ain't gonna say rappers. Labels. I, I blame it on the labels. I blame yeah. it on, on the labels. But the reason why I blame it on the labels because the labels are pushing these artists. And the labels don't even care about now if, if you can rap or, or sing anymore. They find uh, somebody that sound like the Migos, that sound maybe, uh, their voice might sound a little bit different, but the flow is the same. And then they put some money behind them because they got a following. Uh-huh. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like they put some money behind them because they got a following now. Boom! I got this money behind you. You got your little following, but you just you just made another Migo, but he just sound a little different. You know, he, he might his voice might be a little bit, His voice might be a little higher, or but but it's no originality no more. It's no like people not people not really looking at like they're not really. Boom, People not really buying music for one, and for two, they don't even like labels don't don't care if you're talented no more. So that oh, now it's like okay. After I realized that, I'm like okay. Well now, if you are talented, you gotta have a following because now you have a following. You got some people that's gonna buy records whenever you do drop an album. But people ain't really dropping albums like that no more. Everything getting streamed. The whole game is changing. So honestly, like I respect it. But I blame I, I blame the labels. It's, it's yeah. I, I do blame the labels because like you can easily find the next. You know when 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 Jay when Jay Z found Cole, Cole didn't have like no major followers. You know he built no. Cole up. He built Matter. Cole up. You know and then you know same thing. I I, I, I like I like um Kendrick Lamar. You know what I'm saying? But but he he had Dr. Dre behind. Him. You know mm. Big Sean is another. I, I really like Big Sean's flow, but he had Kanye behind him. Like so. It's like nowadays the, the the labels. If you don't have no no major, if you got a major label behind you, then you gonna sound like this is this is. But then again, like if you got if you actually are talented, you gonna have like a, a major artist behind you. Drake, Pat Wayne behind you. You know, so it's, yep, if you actually true. are talented, you gonna have a you're talented. You are gonna have a major artist behind you. If you sound like if you if you sound like everybody like the, what the labels want you to sound, then you're just gonna be another Migo or another Uzi or another. You know, future. even future had to, future had to change his flow up a little bit. He sound at first he was sound like them too. Yeah, a lot of them primarily like they copy off of him. Um, I never even tried to look up this before because I know Future's from is from a lot of people don't know this Future's from the Dungeon Family. I wonder what the what his flow was like back then. You know, Dungeon Family. Was he had a, a um, he had a, his name wasn't even Future at first. I forgot. I think it was something else. Me. Meathead, it was Meathead. I think it used to be Meathead or something like that. That's what it was. That, that used to be his rap name. Yeah, he was wow. in Dungeon Family. Wow, Future sounds a whole lot better than Meathead, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, when I, when I, I, I'm a, I'm a person that listens to lyrics. I'm not like one of these people that longs the beat hot, I can bump my head to it. I, I listen to lyrics. Cause I'm from that school, like, even though I'm a millennial, I still like the LL Cool J's, the Rockins. Uh, I mean, those cats. You know what I'm saying? That oh, where where you had to have flow in order to make it. So that's why I can get down with Cole and Kendrick Lamar and turn a blind eye to a lot of these other cats. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I can get down with Lil Dicky. Like if you listen to Lil Dicky, he'll hey, white. I like him. Yeah, he he a white boy, but he got flow. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, out of all, like, out of all the artists you work with, who is your favorite artist to work with? Um, like, 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 up and coming artists to work, or type of artist, or like, who is my favorite artist I've ever worked with? Period. Your favorite artist you ever worked with? Period. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I say Cole was really when I met J Cole, he was definitely one of the best. Like, he he had the best attitude. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, like he, because for when, I, I mean, mind you, when I met him, it was like 2013. Like, his hair wasn't even, you know, he, he, he I don't know what he's doing. His hair was like, sort of like how mine is right now. But, like, when I met him, and I, I mean, he's probably the same way now, but it was just like when I met him, I like, they, they told us, like, no taking pictures, no asking him too many questions. As soon as we, and then, like, he the, the people set the door. And as soon as he walked in, he said, hey, man, ask him whatever, ask him whatever you want to ask me. Take as many pictures you want to take. You know what yeah. I'm I was like, I was like, he said, I paid him. I paid him. He said, and I ain't even making money off this tour, but I paid him. So I was like, man, you know, that's that's dope. And like this was right when he had dropped um 
the sideline story, which is um no he had no he had dropped the second his second album. I forgot what it was called. He dropped the second album, but I was still listening to his first album because I really liked his first album. And I told him my favorite track on his first album was on Rise and Shine, which is on I think that I think that track is now is on, on NBA 2K, the one that came out last year. But yeah. but um like either here nor there, J Cole was really one of the one of the best artists. He had the best interview I've, I've had with him, and he had a really, really good personality. And and I don't know if that's like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's playing with now, but a lot of artists, when I meet them, like right at the beginning, Wiz Khalifa was good too, when I met him too. He was really, but I, I, mind you, this was like right when he first came out. I mean, when I was working in the radio back then, I knew the artists like right, right when they first come out. But Wiz, the, the funny thing about him, when I met him, and a lot of people don't know this, but that he can really, he can draw. And like what happened when I was interviewing him, he was drawing himself. Like he was looking in the room, like talk, like answering the questions, looking in the room and he was drawing himself being interviewed like by me. Like, and it, it was so dope. I left, the, I left the picture, I wish I could keep that picture. The picture's at the radio station. But he was drawing himself being interviewed by me in the radio station. And by the time he was done with the interview, he was done with his um, picture. <laughs> he was done with the picture drive. I thought that was really dope. And then he signed it and left it in the um, in the radio station. Yeah, that is dope. <laughs> that is dope. That was really dope. <laughs> like, now, mind you, this was this was years ago. Riz, Riz didn't even have like his dreads like that. This was like right when he had to look, you know, the blonde patch right there at the beginning. Yeah. Everything like black when black and yellow was like. Yeah. Black, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that was that was really dope by Wiz. He was really cool when I met him too. So, yeah, I say Wiz and Cole was um was two of the best. I, I never forget those two interviews ever. That's what's up, man. Cause uh, I I've been following Cole ever since his first mixtape. Uh, I like I hadn't heard a new cat like that, and you know just listening to his interviews and stuff. Like this dude live in Manhattan and rides a bike. And I'm yeah. not talking about a motorcycle. He rides. He rides a uh, mm-hmm. Like he said, he still got all his jewelry. Like if you watch him, he don't he don't rock jewelry no more. He he don't rock fancy clothes. He like he humble. Mm-hmm. And I like if more artists was like that, I think the 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 music would be truer. Like they'll be if they were more true to themselves, the music would be better. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I totally agree. Yeah, a lot of a lot of artists have that have that problem when they're trying to you know they're trying to be what the you know what the status quo is or what what's hot right now. And but it's again, it's all at the fault of the labels because that's what they beat to the head. You got to be like this person or this person, and when you know they really could do something else that's really different and probably could you know it probably would be something that a lot of them blow up if they just were to be true to themselves. So, all right, so oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so what is the one artist who is your dream artist to work with? Like, once you work with this artist, Mama made it. <laughs> my, mama, my, mama, my, my mama, she doesn't, she always, my mom likes radio personality. She always tells me if I haven't made no Ricky Smiley, she know I made it. But, but that's, that's her. She, she likes Ricky Smiley. But, oh, uh, let me see. Like, right now, dream artist. I want to work with Dr. Dre, just, just to like, just to be with, like, in the studio live, live with him, like Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? Just because he was a DJ, yeah, yeah. producer, you know, a DJ. Now he's like Forbes list. There was a yeah, yeah. He, I mean, and then DJ Khaled too. But like, I see DJ Khaled being the next Dr. Dre. And so a lot of people really don't like see that yet. But I, I see him being definitely the next Dr. Dre. But then it's like they need a next, they need a next DJ Khaled. So you know, so I mean, I hopefully I'll be that next person. But like right now, like as of right now, I want to be, I want to be able to work with not just not even really work with him. Just like yo, let's have a five minute conversation. <laughs> five minute conversation. I'm like, listen, man. First question I ask him: When detox dropping? Never. <laughs> <laughs> like. You ain't got to tell me nothing else, man. Just tell me when Detox dropping, bro. Never. The <laughs> comfort <laughs> was... The comfort like, soundtrack. Just let me know. Like, <laughs> when Detox dropping. Because that's like the biggest mystery of hip-hop right now. When is that album dropping? 
Nah, okay. Andre 3000 solo album is the biggest that's, mystery. That's, in that's the next one, that along with the Outkast album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting on that one. I think Atlanta waiting on that one. Oh man, another Outkast album. Like I remember when, like I, I, I read a, I see the video. Gucci said he had, he just did a track with Outkast, and that, like in that went crazy. Like, yeah, Gucci, Gucci did a track with Outkast. Like, what? Like, you won't even hear nothing from under three thousand. All of a sudden, he'll bust open up somebody's track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he jump on the remix. Like, mm-hmm. and he and he killed the track, and they don't do nothing but build up the the anticipation. Like, when is he coming with a solo? Solo, yep. Because Big Boy did done wait. a couple solos. I think they. I think they probably gonna wait till like first. I ain't gonna say first quarter. Yeah, they might. I said they probably make. They, something gonna happen next year with Outkast. I, I believe that. I yeah, Big Boy's been doing the. Uh, what is it? The he's doing something big. Uh, what's the name of the cat that he's with? It's white cat that he's been doing. They're working on a second album together. I can't think of the name of it. He's on my Instagram, and I saw him doing like a photo shoot for the album. I can't think of what the okay. name. Of it. I think it's Big Grams is what it's called. It's one of the albums that he did. It's another cat that he's been working with. So I know that's what he's been. That's what Big Boy been up to. But three thousand, you know, I know he been doing movies. The last he thing been I know, he, he been chilling and doing Jimi Hendrix movies. <clears throat> yeah, hey. yeah, I remember. Yeah, he so he did get that role, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's on Netflix. You can go and watch it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Well, I, I thought they was. I, I remember they was talking about it. I thought they was. Oh, I'm gonna give it to Wiz Khalifa because Wiz Khalifa really did look like you know Jimmy. Mm-hmm. But but I can see Andre doing it. Yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah, he could be. A, he's better musically wise, like you know, with instruments and stuff like that. So I could, I could yeah. see, yeah, I could see Andre doing that. Like that'd be. I, I need to watch that on Netflix, definitely. And if you haven't watched it, you been the DJ. Watch the Get Down. The Get Down. Yeah. It 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 it, it chronicles a protege of Grandmaster Flash. Oh wow. Yeah. So, you know, check it out, man. That's like, I think everybody that's want to be a rap boy or a DJ should watch the Get Down. Get Down. Yeah. Let me check that out. I'm putting that in my notes right now. Yeah, man. Um, so, Moss, uh, question for you on this. Uh, as far as on... Okay, so like with hip hop in the very beginning, you know, and even in even in the early nineties, a lot of artists would try to leverage DJs, and I don't really see that going on as much. Do you think that's still a, you think that's still a, a lost art among hip hop now? As far as with you know, yeah. becoming artists yeah, trying to give their demos or give their music to DJs to get it, you know, to get it heard. Um, most people still give me their music. I'm, I'm gonna speak for my. From, I don't know what about what other DJs, do, but I, I'm gonna just. I, I know what you know. Speak for myself. Um, people do still give me music. Yes. Uh, um, I do feel like yes, it is. Still, it is a lost art because it be. It be so many artists at my shows. Like the, I average about 25, 30 hours a show, and that's a bad show. That's that's Dang. a bad. <laughs> that's a bad show. A good show is about eighty or ninety. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 a good show. But like twenty five, thirty artists a show, and like I walk away with about four CDs. You know, and I'm like, damn, I'm like that. That's a, that's on the bash on the eighty and ninety. I'm if it's eighty eighty artists a show, I might walk away with like maybe seven. You know what I'm saying? But like people don't come to shows prepared, and and artists need to be prepared when they go to these shows because you never know. Who could be there? I don't go around. I don't go around telling everybody that I'm Lil Boosie's DJ. I DJ at his house. Like, I don't go around telling people that because at the end of the day, then it's like, okay, well, maybe you can get my shit heard by Boosie. No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't want y'all to know that until after. You know what I'm saying? After I tell you, okay, hey, guess what? You know, this is what I do. But then by that time, you ain't got no CDs to get to me anyway. So. <laughs> You know what? Only you, do, only you can do is talk to me. But I feel, and I listen to just about everybody who gives me CDs. So you gotta be. I, I tell artists, man, give me a CD, a flyer. I, how can I follow you? How can I? If I like your music, I'm like, cause I see a lot of good, good, talented artists. Yo, I like you. What you got from? Give me a card or something. Oh, I ain't got it. Yo, give me a, give me a, um, give me a CD. Oh man. I, my mix say drop next week. Go download. Like you're telling me to download. Yo, I'm not gonna. <laughs> that gonna rumor and look for you. I see so many artists like like 
I want if I want to follow you, I want to follow you right now. Yeah. Give me a card. Give me a card. Right. Like, somebody say, hey, you got a card? I always have my business card for me. I got my business card on me right now. I can pull. I can pull my business card out right now. I'm like, oh, man, my card right now. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what, man? Yeah, I got a card. Here you go right here. Hit me up. Follow me right now. But you know what? Like, I can, I can, I can kind of, like, feel why a lot of artists don't come prepared. Like, when I was rapping, like, I went to Southern Miss down in Hattiesburg. Oh, Hattiesburg. Like, like, when I was, when I was rapping down there, like, it was a DJ down there named DJ Sweat. I gave DJ Sweat about 60 CDs before he listened to it one time. Every time I used to get him a CD... He would, he would drive down the street and throw it out the window, like right. literally. Like, and I know that, like that, that, like when you're an artist, that cuts deep. Like when you got, like it was other DJs. Like I'll give them my CD. Like soon as they walk, you see them throw it in the garbage can or something. Like they won't even. So you know that kind of cuts deep. So it was like, yo, man, I ain't gonna even bring no CDs. Why pay this money get these CDs pressed up? That bro just gonna throw it in the garbage can. So you know, I could see it with me formerly being a, a artist. I could see like why cats don't come prepared. You see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Me, I like to watch artists perform before I actually will hear their music. Because anybody can make a hot song, but not everybody can perform a good song. Right. Right. So I I want I want to see you perform. Let me see what you got out there on that stage. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, all right, cool. I like your shit. I like it. What you got for me? Here go my CD right here. I'm gonna check this shit out. I go to the car. It's been times I had my sister with me. My sister have a box of CDs, and he'll go through the box. He'll like, man, I already know who I wanna. I already know who I wanna. Um, um I already know who I wanna listen to. And I'm like, who? And he'll he'll go, okay, this CD right here. And I'm like, all right, man. Then we will pop it in, and I'm fuck. I'm, I'm fucking with it. Yeah, what up, man? It's like you different, bro. <laughs> like I can say that it sets you on a different tier than a lot of other DJs because you know, like the only reason Sweat gave me a chance because me and my partner in crime we did Southern Miss has the Apollo, and he finally saw us perform at the Apollo. So when well, he, he seen saw, y'all perform, he seen y'all perform though, right? Yeah, he saw us perform, and what, after we did the perform, um, performance, he was like, yo, I know you gave me a, a billion CDs, you know what I'm saying, go ahead, give me another one, you know, next thing you know, it was this club called the Hi-Hat, I don't know if you ever heard of it down in Hattiesburg, but we walked in, he shouted us out over the uh, speaker system, you know, and he played our song, had the club turned up, man, so, you know. That was back when Lil John was bumping Lil John and Lil Scrappy, so you know that was a way, 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 way back in time. About early two thousands, right? Yeah, that was like two thousand four, two thousand five. Wow, wow, it's crazy. That's I mean, that's good. That's good though. That's a good. That's a good yeah. experience. That's, that's about experience. as famous as I ever got. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you were on a, man. You was on several mixtapes. Okay, you was on several mixtapes that I dropped as well. Now, and now I'm doing the show with y'all. I'm doing the huh? show with y'all. So like, I'm, 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 I'm. I feel like y'all the famous. Hey yo, I'm just glad we got you before swear in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm going. I'm, if I ever make it on swear in the morning, I'm like, man, you don't have the answer, sway. <laughs> How sway? How sway? <laughs> You don't have the answer. <laughs> so I always wanted to say that. <laughs> I always wanted to say that to Blake. I just want to say that one time. So you know, how, like people go to the breakfast club and say, "Put some respect on my name." After Birdman, I'm like, "I will go to house way, house." Oh man. So, um, like, what's next? Where are you headed to over the um the next few few weeks or so? Um, right now, only thing I'm focused on is my dreams come true finale. So basically, I went across the whole country. You know, like I said, uh, I was in Dallas, Texas, Shreveport, uh, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Louisville, Kentucky, Little Rock, Arkansas. And I did those shows. I did those showcases in those cities. So now what I did was I told the artists that I like personally, I said, hey, I want, since I came to y'all city, I want all y'all to come to my city. 
and we're gonna we're gonna do it the weekend of November the 18th, 19th, and 20th. So the 18th and 19th is really the, the days everybody perform. So I got two clubs running out on Friday, two clubs running out on Saturday. As of right now, it's about 150 yards. I'm trying to get to about 200. So um, maybe even 250. So that way I can get the top 25 to 30 artists from like both nights. And those top 25 to 30 artists will perform on Sunday to compete for $1,000 and perform in front of Labusi's label, Badass Entertainment. This so, was up, man. So I don't know who's gonna win it. I just like I, it'd be good to have somebody like from Cincinnati win first place, and then Baltimore win second place, and then Little Rock win third place. But it just it's it's pretty much bringing it, like America to Atlanta, all the artists. So like like on the independent level of coast to coast. Okay. Yeah, man. Because Atlanta is like Black Hollywood. Yeah. Right. The new the new Motown. You know, like if like if if you want if you popping like you popping if you can make it in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So you know, like you doing it in the the new music mecca. You know, of the United States. You know, right. it, it it took New York's place. Yeah, I'm saying at one point it was New- well. Yeah, it's like it's like the early '90s. It was the it was like the East Coast, oh, and then like yeah. mid '90s to late '90s, it was like. I mean, no, early 90s was West Coast, Tupac, Autumn, you know, NWA, Autumn. Then, then it went to like Jay Z, Biggie, you know what I'm saying? Nah, like that didn't, then, that, that was like the, the new, like New York era. Diddy, you know, did his thing up there. It's like all, all you heard on the radio was, was, was New York. And then now, I guess it was like after, I say like early 2000s. It's like the South. What well, changed yeah. the game to me? What changed the game to me was when I seen it started with that damn snap music. Lil John came. Out. Yeah, oh. that's when it. That's when it started. That's when everything started. And yeah. Usher, yeah, came out and then Outkast was doing their thing and then it that just, trap music. Yeah, Everybody trap, just with trap yeah. music. Yeah, when Gucci came out, the trap music, Jeezy. Jeezy and Gucci, that that's so icy. That was like the beginning of trap music, like right. That was right around I, that. I, I say, no, uh, Tilt was the beginning of trap music. You know, Tilt dropped before Jeezy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tilt did, yeah, Tilt did drop it. I forgot, man. See, I forgot about Tilt because <laughs> Tilt's so mainstream now. You know, I, I'm just forgetting about Tilt. But yeah, he, he, he is, he is, uh, he was, he was the beginning of trap music. I do remember that. Man. I do, I do remember that. I, I have to take that back. Cause a lot of folks, like a lot of people, don't realize it's the uh, the first time I ever saw Ti. He was in the beginning skit at the beginning of the Young Blood song, um, eighty five. Mm-hmm. He was in the. Hey, go back and look at that. Yeah, go YouTube that video. That's tip at the beginning, like when they talking that Atlanta slang, and you can't uh-huh. understand what they talking about. They gotta put subtitles at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's tipping that uh, up in the little pimp suit. Yeah, I need. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go look at that. Look at that in a minute. Damn. <laughs> Cause I, now like, you got me, you got me really like like what that too. I remember the video. Yeah, like that's who I want to hear from again. The young Bloods, man. Like yeah, that'll be dope. That'll be real dope. I like yeah. to see the young man. Because you know, you know they still do shows here in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So like, like they had a, a Legends of Atlanta tour. I mean, a show here in Atlanta. It was recently too. I think they had it was Young Bloods on it, Pastor Troy, Charlotte Lowe, uh, OJ the Jew. It was like like Eight Ball and G. It was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> that's my boy, Troy. Oh uh, my god! Can we can, can we say can we say that Pastor Troy has? I think he almost holds the record for the most album released by a rap artist. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> I think because man, he just yeah. he started coming out with albums. He still, he still do it. Yeah, and, and I got that midget pregnant from. Um... Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yo, back in the day, it used to be my my tape deck was Player Fly, Three Six Mafia, Pastor Troy, and um, No Limit because. Oh. And what yep. made me just love Pastor Troy is when that um, We Ready, he came we in, this and Master P. 
Yeah. He came yeah. in just in Master P, 16 years old. Like, yo, he was the man then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his voice ain't never changed. Pastor Troll was born with his voice. <laughs> and he's still doing shows. Like, like it's people, man. They, I'm talking about Pastor Troy. He can go to anywhere, in anywhere. I'm talking about. I think anywhere, pretty much in America, but definitely like the whole Midwest and down south. He can go anywhere, and they he would get the same amount of love. Yeah, yep. Everywhere he go, he get the same amount of love. Yeah, Troy, that dude, man. Hmm. Like his whole album may not be jamming, but he gonna have <laughs> Yeah, he gonna have a few on there. <laughs> yeah, he, he be he be having some hits. He definitely do. Yeah, man. Alright, so with your uh, with your dreams come true to I know you was doing uh, I know you're doing a I know you're doing a mixtape uh for the tour. How's that going? Uh-huh. And actually I start working on it right now. mixtapetorrent.com though like anytime like cause to me once Chameleon disappeared off the face of the earth and when it started making millions yeah the mixtape yeah, god to me is fabulous man you know, fabulous fabulous is probably like one of my top five favorite rappers that is my favorite rapper it's fabulous then Nas then J. Cole I used to like Juel Santana, man, but he ain't came out with man. Juel was like my my guy. Growing up, it was like, I'm like man, that whole Dipset movement was my. I love the Dipset movement. I was man, I was a Dipset fan. I was out from Mississippi, and I was a Dipset fan. Man, it was a bunch of Dipset fans in Mississippi, man. We went to school with some guys that was straight I up Dipset. I'm a Dipset fan. <laughs> I, I I wasn't a Dipset fan. I like when Cam changed up his flow. It was just like to me, it was just like simple. But when he was spitting, like really spitting, like when him and Mace was, you know, cool with each oh, other, when, when he, he had that, world? yeah, like when he, what means the world to you? That 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 flow, Cam, like that, that's when Cam was my boy. But then when he just changed it up, he went to holy moly. <laughs> I was just like, yo, Cam, like what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, yeah, you're right. I remember that. I definitely know that. Yeah, man. So, but you know, um, as far as your mixtape, man, like, um, it's gonna be like 2017. What you, what, what, what do you see for 2017 coming up? Uh, I'm gonna start my my next tour is gonna be called Believe in Yourself. You know, Believe in Yourself tour. So, like, I want to hit cities and states that. I really feel like hip hop does not. Well, hip hop exists everywhere, but I really want to hit a lot of cities and states that that you wouldn't see nobody from Atlanta go to. Like, so you trying to go to Omaha, Nebraska? Uh, yeah, exactly. That was actually that was actually on the list. Um, St. Paul, Minnesota, Portland, Oregon, uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Denver, Colorado. Like those those are the places that like you don't see hip-hop really like nobody really coming out of that you know what i'm saying like so i'm gonna be like that guy hey i'm i'm gonna be like the atlanta dj that's gonna come to those cities and then they're gonna be like okay we got this guy from atlanta coming in and then the first thing they're gonna do is see am i am i legit they're gonna look at my instagram they're gonna look at my twitter they're gonna look at my facebook and yeah. that's what make sure like everything i do has to have a trail with each other it has, everything has to make sense right, right. So, 
Like that's that's why I don't I, I don't you ain't gonna catch me saying nothing negative on Facebook. You ain't gonna catch me talking bad about nobody. Like cause people watching. And yeah. some people looking some people looking up to me, you know, so like I don't want I don't want no negative ain't nobody I don't want nobody ever say I did any bad business with them, anything no horrible. Like I, I want everything to be legit. And that's why I try to make sure everything I do reflects me. Right, right. That's how it's supposed to be. Yep. That is a great business mindset. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. So yeah, 2017 looking bright for you because you've been really doing your thing for 2016. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm ready. So, bro, here go just basic run of the mill question, bro. When you sleep <laughs> on Thursdays. <laughs> Thursdays, man. Thursdays. <laughs> now, nah, really, now, nah, really. Um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are my, are my, are my better days. But like, you know, Thursday through Sunday, those are the days that, like, I'm like, all gas, all gas. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I used to just be like, all right, cool, I'm, I'm kicking it. But that's because I work. I still, I work a full time job. I work in pharmacy. Really? So, yeah, yeah. I make chemo for cancer patients. So it's like I, I do that and still do my tours too. Wow. Dang, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like people. Is no, and I'm, and I'm gonna say this. And this is probably gonna be like one of the key points of my of, of this whole interview. But there's no way anybody in this world can say they don't have enough time to do anything. Because mm-hmm. the reason why, if you got time to go play the Xbox, or if you got time to go take this chick out to eat, or if you got time to go. Okay, I'm just gonna you know be on the block and hang out with my boys. You got time to build it up your name. You got time of, of, of making your brand. You know what I'm saying? Like me, everything I do has to make money. It has to make sense. I have to build my name up. So, and and, and it's gonna take money to make money. So it's like, okay, I know I have to spend this so I can so I can get this so I can get here to be where I'm at. So I don't. I have an Xbox, but ain't, I just ain't got dust on it right now. I ain't played this Xbox in probably like two years. You know what I'm saying? And it's a regular Xbox. I ain't even an Xbox One. It's a regular Xbox. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time because I'm, I'm I'm 28 years old. I don't have time to be. I don't have time to waste time. Righteous, Every, righteous. Everything I'm doing right now has to make sense because I don't want to be, you know, 30 plus years old and wondering what am I gonna do for the rest of my life. Like I'm, I'm planting my seed right now. I know I'm planting a little late, but by the time I'm 30, I should be ready. I'm, I'm gonna be all right, cool. I'm good. Well, yeah, let me get. I'm gonna start training young guys up under me. Like, okay, cool. You on my team? You go out there and you do your own show. I ain't got to be at all the shows. Well, I'm glad you got that mindset because, like, at 22. I thought I knew what I was going to do with my life. Mm-hmm. I thought I I thought I thought was going to be a computer engineer working for NASA. Life threw me a curveball. I'm talking about one of them World Series, striking them out for the championship curveballs. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got diagnosed with a disease, autoimmune disease, and just derailed it all to the left. So, you know... When my boy came to me with this this podcast, I saw a new avenue that I could take that allows me to do this. Now, as far as the, the well, I don't do Xbox. I got a PlayStation 4. So as far as that, I make money off my PlayStation. I, I made like $60 a few minutes before the show on oh, on, on Madden. So, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can, you can bet on games like that? Oh, they they walk in my house. Oh. <laughs> hey, I bet, like, I bet Cam Newton make me a lot of money. I bet PlayStation and Xbox probably gonna do that soon, though. Know? Like, if you want to bet on a game or something like that, yeah, man, there's sites that exist. I know on Xbox they have it. They have a um, there's like an app that's on there where you can actually like bet on games. I know for um, the guy that owns this over Virgin Mobile had like a, a website all dedicated to uh, sports games like that. <laughs> Dope, man. That's, I mean, I don't play games, but that's dope. Like, I'm thinking, like, dang, I should, I should find out how can I do that so I can make some money off that. Man, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you another thing because right now it's not making me a lot of money, 
but yeah. eventually it will. Invest in stock, man. You know what I'm saying? Get you a nest egg. My dad told me to do that. Yeah, man. You know, like if I had, if I could, if I would have been thinking earlier in my life when I was younger, mm-hmm. those refund checks from college, <laughs> oh, I would yeah. I would invested in Google and Yahoo and all that stuff back then. <laughs> back then, yeah, because Google, Google was man. When it came out, then it ain't man. Two twenty-five. That's how much the stock was. Two twenty-five a share. What is it? I don't know what it is now, man. It's three thousand dollar refund check. If I would have bought a thousand dollar worth of Google stock back then, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it was good, real good. Like at the time, like was just think back in the eighties when Microsoft hit the market. Microsoft shares were a dollar a share. Microsoft share. Microsoft now shares were a dollar a share in the eighties. In the eighties. Everybody that's billionaires, like the dude that owned the Clippers, yeah, he 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 bought enough shares that Microsoft actually brought him in to be on the team, and he living off those shares right now. He's a billionaire off those shares. Off the shares. Hmm. I need so, to what can I invest in right now? <laughs> One thing I tell you to do is go on the market and look for those penny to a dollar shares. You never know. You might lose. You might win. You never know what's going. What's the next big thing? That is very and, true. That, and that's just advice out there to all, all our fellow rejects out there. You know what I'm saying? You know the stock market is flimsy. It goes up. It goes down. You're gonna lose, but the 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 risk and the reward is so much higher. Put it this way: you know when you made it, when you can sleep and you're still making money. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's when you know you made it. When you're sleeping and you still making money, you still making money. Why you sleep? So, All right, man, uh, let's see. Um, I think that's I think that's it, man. I got one more question. What you got? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You said you want to um be the next Cali. So, do you see yourself starting a label? Um, you know, it's it's, it's actually funny. Um, me and my business partner, I have a business partner. His name DJX. And um, we have a label, but the the part of it, the, the, the problem I have with, not even really a problem, but the reason why I kind of backed off from doing the label is because I feel like I'm so focused on myself, and this is it's being selfish, but I am so focused on myself that I don't want to have, I don't want to have to, now, I'm talking about now, not, not for the future, because in the future, my, my mind may be different, but as of right now, I'm so focused on myself and I'm not, I feel like I'm not a, I'm not at a point to where I want to be at yet. So how can I help an artist get to where they want to be at if I'm not even where I want to be at yet? You know, and I call it being selfish, but once I get to that point, I would say, okay, now it's time for me to push the artist with me on these roads, on these, on these tours and everything like that. So then I'm like, all right. Now, now, now let, let me get find a, a good artist behind me because we had an artist when we first started back when I really wasn't trying to push myself as a DJ. Um, her name was Ayo Key, and we took it was a female artist. She was a rapper. We took her from having four thousand Facebook followers. Now she has over a hundred thousand Facebook followers. That's now what's up. Has, yeah, you can look her up. Her name is Ayo Key. A Y O K E. Facebook probably made her change her name to her real name. Um, but Aoki, um, then I think when we first started, she only had like maybe 10,000 Instagram followers. I think she may have 30 or 40 now. Um, same thing with Twitter, but I, but I know how to hit a female artist, you know, and sell her. And then, um, but you know, her contract was up with us. So then we, then we got a male singer. This is still like his contract ended last year, but we, um, got a male singer. His name is Tayshawn. And, um, he was doing great with us. We took him on the road with us and everything like that. Me and my business partner, used to do, we used to do tours together. But now we both don't got so big that we don't even travel together. So now it's like, okay, I'm doing my own thing. He doing his own thing. He still has artists with him that he takes, you know, but I don't take any artists with me. Because I am because I feel like, hell, I'm still an artist kind of myself. Well, <laughs> 
on a DJ level. So it's like, I, I don't want to have to be responsible for nobody just yet. But once I get to that level, then I'll be like, okay, I want to pull the artist behind me. Let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's really push this artist. You know, get get them BMI and and certified and everything so that wherever, wherever I go they, and get their music played on the radio, they getting paid for it. You know, get them on some shows, build their name up, and, and really, let's do this. But as right now, I'm not at that point yet. Not yet, not yet, but I, I can mean, see it happen. I definitely see it happen. I mean, you know, Dre, Fresh, Cali, they all had to focus on themselves first anyway. Right. So, you know, Drum, all them cats, they had to focus on themselves first anyway. So you're doing, you're taking the right steps. You right. have to build your name before your name can, before you can, your name allows you to vouch for somebody. Right, right, Anytime you want to come on the show, if you just want to, you know, or we, you know, holler at you, and then, you know, the feedback we get from our viewers and listeners, they may be like, yo, we want to hear some more from Brug, you know, so. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know, I I thought y'all was just starting the podcast, like, when when you said episode 44, I'm like, golly, they been doing a podcast. Yeah, we were like, we're almost, um. Over ten thousand. Oh yeah. no, I'm talking about. Oh, listen to streams. Know. Oh yeah, we had like over twenty thousand on SoundCloud. That's good, man. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. man. And what we just got? Yeah, on Player what, FM top- yesterday. I was looking up some numbers and uh, with like top ten hip hop podcasts trending on Player FM right now. So pretty much all, pretty much all over the place with podcasts are. So. And then we all over the world. We had listeners all over the world, man. Yeah, we be getting like some man. I, I looked at the list. I think I posted up on Instagram. We had like somebody had like listeners out of Bosnia. I'm like of all places. The Repu- uh, what was like the the Czech Republic. I'm like man, Germany places <laughs> like that, yo. So we we like we really shout those people. Like every show we shout out those countries because mm-hmm. you know it's just showing. It's because of them that we made it. This far, and we're not even mainstream yet. But you know, it's it's gonna be because of the fans that we get right. to that place, right? And you know, I was thinking about starting me up a podcast, man, but <laughs> I got I'm already doing too much right now. <laughs> slowly, slowly but surely, I I I get to that point. Slowly but surely, the thing about it is, people don't understand. Like, as far as I, and I'm not even just saying rappers, but anybody in general. You gotta stay consistent. Yeah, you, know what I'm you gotta stay consistent. You can't just say, "Okay, hey, um, I want to do this," and then stop. You know, do do. You see, it's not going nowhere. You don't never know. Stay consistent, and that and that's that was that's. If anybody like is watching this or hearing this podcast, like, stay consistent. Like that's why I say, never give up and follow your dreams. The dreams will come true, but you have to stay consistent with it. The, I almost tur- I almost pawned my turntable, and it was going to be over for me after that. <laughs> it was to be over. Unless somebody would have said that, man, like, like, yeah, man, I take him. We wouldn't even be on this podcast right now. It's true, exactly. You know, like, like I wouldn't even never DJ that Boosie. I, I just, I thank God that I didn't pawn those spot, pawn those on um, turntables. But it's like. I think I, I sometimes I sit back and think like, whoa, yo, what if I what if I want to put on my turntables? Yeah. Like where would I where would I be at? Exactly. I, so, music, music saved me, man. Music saved me. So B Mars, we gonna stay in touch with you. Like if we ever touch down in Atlanta, we'll love to do a live show from Atlanta. Man, look, y'all y'all can come to my show and do a live show. Hey, time for that. <laughs> So that way, y'all got the artist there. Yeah. You know oh man, that'll be the whole show indie spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like I said, I got, I got control over the clubs that I work at because they because they know 
what kind of crowd I bring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing they care about is the bar. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's all they care about. Yeah. So, but whatever, like I can, I can, I can definitely make that happen. Y'all want to come to a show? I, I make sure y'all come on like a big show and not like a smaller show. Like, like this weekend right here, I got coming up is a big show. But I'm gonna be doing a lot more big shows. If y'all, if, if y'all ever want to come to the A and do something, it's definitely possible. Definitely, like, just hit me up. Just, I would say text me first before you hit me up on like inbox me because I ain't gonna lie, man, my inbox be crazy, man. <laughs> my inbox be jumping, man. Just, just text me because like I got two phones. Like the, the phone number y'all got is my personal number, but I got a business line too. And that and that phone is I, I never answer it. I always text. I only text. I never answer. I answer. So like, I, and somebody call, I be like, please text because I have to. I have to act like I'm my own manager, so I tell them that I'm not like. I tell them I'm somebody else, but if they hear my voice, they're gonna know it's me. Right. So I don't have a manager. I'm doing everything by myself. So like they're like, who am I ta- who am I texting? I'm like, oh well, this is Shamel. <laughs> you know, so I, have to tell them that. I have to come up with a whole alias and everything, but I, I don't have to I don't tell them that that it's my, you know, it's actually me because you know, a lot of times the artists know that me talking to them. Eventually I know like probably sometime next year I'm probably gonna actually get like a real manager, but so right now, like I'm doing all this independently. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Right. And if you up in Houston, because I'm finna move there next year. So if you up in Houston, or we take the trip to Atlanta, or you decide you want to do South by Southwest, you know. They, somebody actually wanted to book me. For, that's I'm not. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say it's March 10th, somewhere up in there. They want me to come to South by Southwest and do an event. I personally, I own my tour. If you look at my um, my flyer, it was Houston was supposed to be on the date on for me to come. I just couldn't find a venue. The venue I had, um, I was going through another promoter, and they never got back to me with it. So I'm like, man, if I can find a, the hardest part about setting these tours is finding venues. Yeah, I can bring people out. I just need to find a venue to do it. At. I think the hottest club in Houston is Club Onyx, isn't it? It don't even have to be a hot club. It can just be like a, a lounge. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 200, 300 people. Yeah, I don't I don't even want the hottest club because the hottest club know they hot and they gonna tax you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll take I'll take a little lounge because I, I, I bring myself, you know, so I market myself. So they gonna be like, man, I wanna perform in front of that DJ from Atlanta. Yeah. That, that's not an artist thing. And I'm like, I right, bet. You know, I, and I bring trophies. I give away cash prize sometimes. Um, I give away uh, a lot of promo packages I give away. And then, and most of all, most, most people just really, some people just, yo, I just want to come meet you, man. I don't even want to perform. I just want to come meet you. Let me take a picture with you. Like, like to me, I'll be like, man, for real? Like, they, like I, my girl's like, man, they, they really love you. I'm like, I never got this love like this. So, uh, it's, well, it's, before you. In the words of Jamie Foxx, before you blow up, she wait, up she wait, like nuclear. I'm glad we got you on the show, man. You know, it's been a blessing. Yeah, you know, same here, man. Same here. Definitely. All goes to the most high, you, you know. Oh, yeah. And, you know, man, as long as you keep this same attitude, the sky's the limit for you, dog. Definitely. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Whenever y'all ready to come to Atlanta, just let me know. Oh yeah, I'll let I got, yeah, I got a homeboy that stay in ATL, so yeah, I definitely yeah. Well, well I'm coming to Houston next year. I don't know when. I couldn't find nothing last year or this year, but I'm finding one next year. I'm when working come, on it. I'm working on it. But see, see, when I come, y'all can do show from do the show like do it live at the at the event. Man, that'd be so dope, man. Like, cause I take my videographer everywhere I go. So if I take my videographer, you know. Here's the y'all and y'all doing the show and I'm man, it'd, it'd be real dope. I really want that to happen, man. Like, I, don't, I need to come to Atlanta. It's been a while since I touched down in the A. I got a couple of frauds I need to go see. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, being a bachelor has its perks. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So I'm, I'm with it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay in touch with y'all. Man. I really appreciate y'all doing. Yo, man, we appreciate you. You like you did us a favor, dog. So yeah. you know because you know just like if an artist blow up with you, you know you they gonna look back and bring you along with them. You know what I'm saying? If you know 
you blow up and they be like, yo, he was on the hip hop rejects, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 see, see. See, you know, it's 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 a cycle, man. See, that's how it is. That, that's how that's how it's supposed to be though, man. Like, yeah, it's crossing. And I'm not a cocky person, man, but honestly, that's how it's always it's supposed to be like that. But certain people feel like they too big to do things, you know what I'm saying? Like I I'm ne- I would never turn out an interview. Only way I turn out an interview is I have too many interviews going on at one time. But yeah. right now, like on my on my way to come up, man, I'm never turning out. I ain't turning out no interviews. I ain't telling nobody. I can't take no pictures with them or nothing. Like I'm That's talking everything. That's what up, man. Well, we didn't pretty much went over our hour time. Yeah, <laughs> no, we good, man. It's no big deal. Yeah, you know. That's 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 you know. when you when you go over you don't realize it's a good show. That's what that means. Yeah, um, since you know, of course, since you know, DJ B Moss does put on indie artists. I uh, also want to uh, bring up indie spotlight. <clears throat> um, we didn't have an indie spotlight this episode, but make sure you guys um, send all of your all of your music to the hip hop rejects at gmail.com or you can link us up on SoundCloud uh, for any of your any tracks that you have, and we'll we go through all the tracks. Pick out the best one. You'll be on in the spotlight. Um, also, uh, Hip Hop Rejects are running ads on, on the podcast now. Uh, so you guys can visit uh, patreon.com forward slash the Hip Hop Rejects. Um, and on there, we have different packages on there you can choose from. Um, and you can run ad for your next mixtape, album, EP, single, whatever it is. So you got that. Uh, let's see. Um, DJ B Moss, you want to plug? Plug your upcoming events on your social media. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, everything on my social media, and I and I. This is easy. MC B Moss. M as in man. C as in cat. B as in boy. Moss as in Randy Moss. So like everything. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I make it. I make it easy for everybody. Like everything. MC B Moss. My whole social media pop up. I can. I I got the title for his first album in my head already. Mossified. <laughs> <laughs> I like that actually. Shout out to Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. All right. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, pretty much, you, you guys can find us. You know, the usual places: iTunes, Google Play Music, um, TuneIn Radio, uh, what Sprinker, uh, shoot, pretty much everywhere. Yeah, SoundCloud. Pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. We're pretty much on it, man. Um, Pod. What's that? Podbean. No, we don't podcast. That's, that's the old home, man. That's the old home. It's SoundCloud now. I don't do Podbean. No oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's it, though. Um, I think that's it. Uh, closing for episode 44, the Hip Hop Rejects. Uh, and we're out. All right. All right, y'all. Bless. All right, thank y'all so much. <laughs>